You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. New episodes of the Boss Experience Podcast return September 27th. So this bonus clip is basically part three of a three-part branding series that I released during this hiatus period. And as I mentioned before, this is all previously recorded content. And so I'm just resharing it for you to hopefully be able to take the information you learn and use it in your business. And so let me do a recap of the other clips and just in case you you missed something, you didn't know this was part of a series, maybe you missed an episode, but for the last three consecutive weeks, I've been sharing pre-recorded content about branding. In the first bonus clip three weeks ago, I discussed developing your brand identity and developing your brand identity was basically summed up in that episode as really defining who you are as an entrepreneur and knowing who you serve and what does your business represent as a company. Then the second part of this branding series, I talked about discovering your brand voice. And in that particular episode, I emphasized the importance of defining, you know, in a simple statement, who you help, how you help them, and the solution you help them to achieve. And I talked about the problem with people not really knowing what they actually do in business and being able to articulate it. If someone asks you, you know, what do you do? It's not a whole long uh, dissertation about what you do. It's a simple statement about who, who you help, how you help them, and the solution you help them to achieve. Because, you know, people don't have time and they're certainly not going to do business with you if you can't define what you do and the big problem you solve in a very succinct way as it relates to your business. You know, as you know, as a business coach and consultant, I specialize in helping professional service providers launch their business online. So in this particular episode, which is the third part of the series, I'll be talking about how to integrate your personal brand into your social media strategy. So enjoy the episode. So before we hop into the content, I just want to share a couple of quotes with you about personal branding. So everyone has a personal brand by design or by default. And this is a quote by Lita Centrion, who's a personal branding expert for military professionals. And this simply means like everything you put out there into the online world, even in everything other people put into the online world about you is out there for everyone to see. So whether you put it out yourself or whether someone else puts it out, people will see it. So intentional branding is branding by design. So when you take the time and you define your narrative and you intentionally brand yourself, you're designing what your brand will be and what your brand will be known for. The default, which is the one you don't want to do, is when people don't have any information about you online, They can only take what's been written about you and draw their own conclusions about who you are. The other note I want to just make is that keep in mind that when you're designing your brand, everything you 
associate yourself with becomes a part of your brand. So if you're associating yourself with controversial issues and that becomes a part of who you are, my recommendation is for you to think thoughtfully when you are crafting your brand and designing your brand so that you design the narrative that you want that truly reflects who you are. I also want to share another quote with you. Um, And this quote is from Gary Vaynerchuk, who is also known as Gary V. He's an entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And he says, it's important to build a personal brand because it's the only thing you're going to have. Your reputation online and in the new business world is pretty much the game. So you've got to be a good person. You can't hide anything. And more importantly, you've got to be out there at some level. So how you get out there and intentionally shape your brand is by using the platforms we have available, which in the new business world is social media. So the first step to integrating your personal brand on social media is to establish a presence on social media for your business where your target audience hangs out. And once you establish a presence on social media, the next thing you want to do is to optimize your profile to invite client leads. Getting legal advice for your business is necessary, but it doesn't have to be expensive. When I started my business, I quickly learned that finding the right forms is only part of the process. So it was such a relief to speak to a licensed business attorney about my business goals, how to structure my business, and potential tax deductions. And the best part about it, I got all my questions answered the same day. I also didn't have to pay expensive legal fees just as I was getting my business started. To this day, the Legal Shield business membership was one of the best investments I made. Launch your business with peace of mind today. Just visit phenomenalboss.com to get started. Now back to the episode. And optimizing your profile on social media is just simply filling in the information, making sure that you are maximizing every opportunity to show people who you are. And optimizing your profile on social media lets potential followers and buyers know who you are and what solutions you can solve for them. And also optimizing your social media profile also provides your profile visitors with information about how they get access to your services. So if you want to capture client leads on social media, it is important that your social media is optimized to help you get the leads you desire. So how you optimize your social media profile is dependent upon the platform you use and and that you have a presence on. So now let's focus on how to determine your social media strategy. So now you've optimized your Facebook page. You've optimized your Instagram. Let's talk about your strategy. So what should you consider when planning your social media content strategy? So what social media platform, you know, you choose must be the same platform that your target audience is hanging out on. Otherwise, who's going to see your your content? If you can't reach your target audience, what's the point? And no matter what platform you choose, just make sure you're consistent. And you need to know the pain points of your target audience so you can provide tips and bring value through your content. And you have to have a system for planning your content so you can post frequently. And, you know, you don't have to go crazy and think that you have to post every day. 
if you want to take a, you know, a hiatus and, and maybe take a break from social media while you regroup, that is all perfectly okay. But just make sure that you are consistent in terms of, you know, posting and, and making sure you post things that are relevant and valuable for your target audience. So now that you have a social media strategy, it's time to consider the quality of your content. So when planning, creating, and posting content on social media, ask yourself, is this adding value to your audience? Is this valuable information that my audience can use? So what does it mean to post valuable content? Your content needs to make your target audience think about something in a new way, take action like they never have, learn something valuable. All of these things will help people make the decision to connect with you and to buy whatever it is that you offer. So you may be wondering at this point, so what is it that you're supposed to be posting, right? So infuse content about who you are as a person and as a brand, and I'll give you some ideas. So some of the things that you can post is you can post behind the scenes video and images to let people see you at work. You can post user-generated content, such as pictures of customers or clients with your product or testimonials from clients with their permission, of course. You can also tell elements of your story and remember the story you've created. Once you put that all together, you can break it into pieces and, and tell a little bit about yourself and make sure you tell it in a way that can be helpful or beneficial to someone else. You can reintroduce yourself and tell people what it is you do and make it real clear, whether it's a nice graphic or a video. Share a hardship you had and and how you triumph as a way to encourage your followers that, you know, that they can do the same as well. Share a cause you support, domestic violence awareness, sexual violence awareness, whatever it is that you connect with, share with them so that they know who you are as a person, you know. Autism is another cause, cerebral palsy. There's so many causes. And if you don't have a, if you don't have a cause, you don't, don't feel compelled to, to get involved with one just for the sake of showing it off. But, you know, make sure it's something you're really passionate about. If that's something that's a part of who you already are. And ultimately what you share on social media depends on your industry, your target audience and your personal brand. And the more you include your unique skills, your knowledge, your expertise and values combined with your valuable information in your content, people will connect with those things more than you just simply showing everyone what you sell. And you will connect with people in a way that is authentic and meaningful because you are showcasing who you are as a person. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. So. I am hoping that you join me next week for another bonus episode. And remember, season three of the Boss Experience Podcast returns on September 27th. So with that being said, that concludes this branding series. And it also concludes this episode. So thank you for tuning in once again. And I can't wait for you to tune in to the next episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Take care and be well. Attention solopreneurs and freelancers. By now, you may be feeling the pinch of inflation in your business. The reality is 
The more people spend on life's necessities like food, gas, and rent, the less they have to spend on your goods and services. But I have a solution for you. If you earn $3,000 a month in revenue and you've been in business at least three months or more, you may be eligible for business funding. And the best part is there's no hard credit increase. You get transparent terms and no collateral is required. So if you need funding to get through a tight spot, invest in marketing, or just cover an unexpected business expense, all you have to do is visit marketinggymllc.com and click the self-employed funding tab to get started. Now, back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.